Jeannie Flavelle's Hot Commodity Podcast Series. Empowering clients with commercial intelligence, supply chain expertise, and risk management solutions. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Mike Coughlin, President and CEO of McKinney Flavelle, and today is December 2nd, 2022, and welcome to our Hot Commodity Podcast Series. I'm joined today by Craig Ruffalo, Vice President of McKinney Flavelle. Hello, Craig. How hey. are you? Hey, Mike. Hey, everybody. How are we on this Friday? Oh, man. It's the holiday. You know, you and I were just talking to him. It's the baking time of the I year. I know. I know. We've had pies being baked. We're not quite into the sugar cookies mode, but we are going to get there shortly at our oh, household. Gosh. No, we're already into the sugar oh, cookies. Oh, man. I love sugar cookies. I've got a neighbor and she makes the best cookies. Ooh, you know, oh, you know, my wife, she makes a mean snickerdoodle. Oh, you should bring these into the office. Oh, they're already gone. <laughs> Let's make another batch. All right. I'll have to get on that this yeah. weekend. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Today, Craig, what I thought we would do and hope everybody's enjoying their holiday season. Yeah. But uh, speaking of baking, you know, one of the ingredients that goes into baking is sugar. Oh, no kidding. Yes, it does. <laughs> None of this fake stuff. No we way. We want the real stuff. We want the real sugar. The sugar. That's exactly right. So I thought today you could give folks a recap of a few things that are happening in the sugar market. Okay. That sounds and, good. And, uh, you know, we're doing our part to increase sugar demand for December That's and even right. November because it's just turned December. Right. So uh, maybe give a few things that you're seeing in the market place that people should uh should be paying attention to because oh, uh, anybody on the spot market knows it's oh. uh it's nuts yeah boy i'll tell you right now the two things i think people have on their mind is one you've got the railroad strike potential and congress seemingly is going to get something passed and put on president biden's desk for approval to try to avoid a strike because you know the supply chain has already been crazy enough we don't need that kind of right here in, in the holiday season uh, that would not make for a very good time for everybody during that time period. And then the second one is we've had some supply issues. And now we just recently got an announcement that uh, Imperial Sugar has formally been purchased by U.S. Mm -hmm. Sugar. And so we've got some things swirling around uh, that's got a lot of people questioning. So what's next? Right. And so that along with what you just mentioned, the spot market. Uh, you don't really have any primary sellers out there offering sugar for, for the 23 calendar year. Uh, you know, we've got plenty of opportunity for USDA to make some adjustments to the balance sheet. Uh, we've got imports everybody's wondering about. Mexico's a little bit delayed on their uh, production. Uh, we got numbers yesterday that said that they've just really kicked in. Not even every mill is operating this year. Uh, and we find out that refined sugar is going to be extremely tight in Mexico. Uh, so looking for an outlet, if you're sitting there in the buying chair for this year and for 2023 through, say, September, there's not going to be a whole lot of refined outlets coming out of Mexico uh, at this point from what we understand. So we're really going to be curious to see if USDA does any kind of adjustment to the uh, refined quota this year. Uh, we've got plenty of raw sugar available. I think what our concern is going to be is the tightness. And again, going into the July, September period for next year is going to be yeah. availability of fine sugar. Yeah. And, uh, and, and um, so what's your perspective as far as what happened on the beet side for, for production? I mean, yeah. we, did, we did get the uh, announcement from Western where they uh, declared force, force majeure sure. 12% yep. of their crop. Obviously, they had some challenges. Um, but how about the other areas? I mean, obviously that's going to impact everything. It's everybody. going to impact all supply yeah. base, right? It doesn't matter if it's an alternative beet seller or if it's a cane refiner or, or a third party uh, that's purchasing and importing and doing some uh, further 
production or value propositions to that sugar. At the end of the day, we had the Red River Valley seems to have skirted the majority of the issues. Uh, now, I think they got in a little late. They got out a little late, so they made up a little bit of sugar content. Uh, they're going to be slicing sugar beets probably through April, May. So we won't know the final uh, numbers as far as their production until sometime late spring. Michigan, there's been some questions surrounding their crop, uh, I would say. I think a lot of people were worried about some degradation on the beets um, and their slice is going to be a little bit uh, off and on as we understand because temperature of the beets do matter if they get into the processing plants and then amalgamated we've started to hear that there might be a little concern over the quality of the sugar beets as well so we're not out of the woods by any stretch so I would say again if you've been purchasing beet sugar as a main component of your book You've got some things you've got to make sure you're on top of, particularly mm -hmm. orders. Lead times are going to be critical. Mm -hmm. And I don't see that that's going to change. You know, I think everybody's been in that mode for almost 12 months now. I think we got to, you know, buckle up and say we've got another 8 to 12 months more of this before we're out of the woods. And that will all really determine on early plantings this, this coming spring. Your cane refining uh, centric purchaser. Again, plenty of raw sugar, even though the raw sugar market wouldn't reflect that. I think part of that's because of the lack of beet sugar available and having to people repurchase coming from the Western situation. But it's also the imports, managing of imports. I think USDA has got another struggle on their hands. You've got a major gap between the 16s and the 11s. Mm -hmm. That may encourage, again, tier two sugar entry, uh, which normally you shouldn't see. Yeah. So. And which over the last year we saw a lot of. Yeah, we saw a lot. A lot. Um, and they didn't make very much in the way of adjustments. I mean, I guess if you're the government, you're making money off of the duty that enters. And so if the sh sugar market requires it and that's the fundamentals, I guess this is what they're yeah. uh, they're going to reflect. I don't really see them making any major changes uh, to that program. So Yeah, and we've got the colloquium coming up. Yeah, we do. Probably more discussion about the, the next crop. Yeah, but agreed. Would, would, what is your opinion as far as as we get into March, April? Do you think that uh, the beet industry is going to look to maximize as much of uh, plantings and maybe expand a little bit? Or do you think that, uh, you know, those farmers are definitely kind of saying, hey, do I do corn? Do I right. do beet? Do I do, you know, what, what am I, I going to make? That's a great call. Uh, it, inputs are going to be a part of that. Yep. The, you know, the co-ops are going to push farmers to, to make sure that they maximize to the, uh, the number of acres they need for the tonnage. You know, you want to run those processing plants all out. You want to make sure you're making to your allocation, whatever that allocation is going to end up being uh, at the end of the day. You don't want to miss on that because it could get reallocated away from you. And then you uh, are stuck with sugar you have to hold because you didn't uh, maximize your, your marketings. My gut tells me that the farming community that loves sugar beets will stick with sugar beets. I know prices at 6 and $7 for corn up until recently has encouraged potentially some switch. Certainly fourteen fifty on soybeans isn't going to discourage acres in the soybean complex. But I just, sugar beet farmers love growing sugar beets. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just think that they're going to try to stick to the acreage, just over a million plus uh, acres as my anticipation, which would probably get us again on a balance sheet of around 5 million plus okay. tons in the fall of next year. Okay, great. Well, that was a great recap. What do you think? I think that's great. All I think right. people are ready 
uh, to make snickerdoodles. I they better be. I mean, there that's a good cookie. It's an underrated cookie. I'm going to ask your wife to make some snickerdoodles. You know, I tell I'll week. tell you the real key to this now, everyone. Listen up. Okay. The best s'more okay. is made with snickerdoodles. Chocolate marshmallow and a good snickerdoodle oh, that is, good. is a that great is good. s'more. That All and a little right. hot cocoa with maybe a little uh, peppermint <laughs> schnapps. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> winter <laughs> evening, I'm telling you. Snickerdoodle <laughs> s'more. That seems happy. <laughs> what do you think of that? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. That's a way to end on well, this podcast. Everybody tell me what they think. Yeah. You got to let yeah, me know please now. put it in the notes there. Uh, hey, Craig, you're going to be speaking at the Sauslin uh, winter seminar. That's right. It's an online seminar on what December seventh. December seventh. Next, next week. Next Wednesday. That's right. All right, everybody. As I always like to say, live with an attitude of gratitude. Enjoy every minute, moment with your friends and family. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your holidays. And until our next podcast, take care, everybody. Happy bake season. Bye now. That concludes this podcast episode. For expanded commentary and more detailed information, log on to McKinney Favelle's IQ Ingredient Intelligence platform and listen to our Market Insights podcast. If you're not a subscriber, visit bikini-favelle.com for more information. And as always, follow us on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter.